And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Sarah Swift, who during her near-death experience discovered her true self, which we're going to talk about and more. Sarah, thank you for joining me and welcome. Hi, hi. Nice to meet you. Likewise. Nice to meet you. <laughs> well, Sarah, let's start on the day of your accident and go from there. Right. It was the year of 2018. I think it was the year my son went off to learn how to fly. Anyway, I've, I've got seizures. Okay. And I've been taking CBD oil. And we went on holiday. And I got more and more and more anxious. Anyway, I got back home. I walked out into the middle of a road. Bang. Went, okay, what happened? Anyway, the ambulance came and it was weird in the ambulance. It's like it was flying. It's like, wow. I looked towards the window. I could see it. You normally can't see well out of a window. But it's like it was all colorful. It was amazing. It's like, wow, I was flying. It's, it's, it's very strange. It's hard to explain. It's like you're flying away. It's like they're looking after you, angels taking you, but in a paramedic y way. You know what I mean? Maybe I was tripping. I don't know. <laughs> but it just felt as though I was going up and up and up. It's like, ah. Oh. Then suddenly, boom. They hold my arm up like this. You went, doing it drops. That's their how they test if you're okay or not. Well, my heart stopped, I believe. That's what the paramedic told my stepfather anyway. That's how I know I did have one. And it was just, I was in, it. it's weird. It's like as though I was floating. Like it's, the nearest you can get to it. It's like a float tank. If anybody here has ever been in a float tank, no thought, no remorse, no um, feeling sad, no missing anybody. You're just floating in pure, just who you are. It's like just the essence of who you are. It's like you've still got a body, but you haven't. It's like you're wrapped in love, like a blanket of nothingness but everything it's bizarre you're sort of moving but you're not it's like you're everything but nothing it's most odd would you say that when you were flying that you were flying outside of your body oh yeah yep i could sort of see myself but i couldn't it's weird it's like i was up above and it's like i could see myself but i couldn't you know what i mean it's weird it's so hard to explain. It's like I could see myself just floating about and just, I'm all right. I'm just me. And it's just wonderful. I don't have to pretend. I don't have to have this pretense of like trying to be something else. It didn't matter. It was wonderful. Would you say that you forgot about Sarah Swift? Nope. I was me. It's like I was who I am now. My dog's going to bark. My dog's going to bark. I just thought I'd let you edit that out. Kind of what I meant by that is that you said that you had no remorse, no care. No. So I was thinking like, 
Could we take it as far as like, you didn't even care about this previous life or current life at all? I, it's like I, I wasn't actually on earth. It's bizarre. It's like as though I was always here, above. It's like I'd never, not existed, but nothing mattered. It was, it, it was, it's like as though I was wiped clean. It's bizarre. It's like everything was wiped away. Would you say that you were in complete peace? Oh, I'll say. I won't say the word I'm thinking. Utter magic. <laughs> Edit that bit out. <laughs> you were out of your body, flying around. Did you yeah. go anywhere, like out into space or something? You know, when you close your eyes, you see like a red... Sadly, I didn't actually see wow or I just I just know from a shamanic journey going back to my ancestral and from Pleiades because I had that word years ago. So I'm actually from a constellation of stars, Pleiadian. That's where I originate from. I'm an astral traveler. <laughs> now that sounds weird. <laughs> Not to me. I've been to, uh, I think I'm a Hedian. I've been to Pleiades. I know my ancestral mother. I can see it. Ferreya, that's her name. She's She's got long flowing hair. She's very like a um, floating dress, but she's my ancestral mother. And Andromeda is the father. You mentioned angels. Did you see them while you were outside of your body? I just know Melchizedek, look him up, Melchizedek, um, Metatron. I just knew they were around, and Zadikul and lots of different ones were around me without knowing. It's bizarre. It's so lovely. You, so you could sense them, but you didn't actually yeah. see them? Yes, I sensed them. And I know they're with me now. I have Raphael with me now, the healer, because you need healing a little bit in your tummy. So you were out traveling. What happened next? Um, well, they brought me back. <laughs> That's all I could... They sort of brought me back, and it's like, it's bizarre. When you come back, everything's so slow. It's like treacle. It's like treading through treacle. And up there, everything goes so fast, but doesn't move. It's weird. Could you say that while you were out of your body, you felt expansive? And then when you came back, you were stuffed back in this meat suit? Uh, yeah, I felt small and heavy. That's the word. I felt very heavy, sort of, oh, boom, like a magnet down again. It's bizarre. It's like I was like huge, but not. It's like I was everything, but nothing. But here, it's like... It's small. It's weird. It's everything so small here. <laughs> and slow. So once you came back to your body and you became conscious, did you still remember where you were or did it take a few days for it to it come back? It took a while to process. And I've sort of had to talk to a spiritual counselor who's very spiritual and has had a shared death experience with her mum, who died very young. She sort of had the same experience, so she understands, you see. Oh, I've had an out-of-body experience as well. You love that. What happened? Wow, it was amazing. It's like I was asleep. It was like, oh, hello. 
I'm looking at myself from above in the bedroom. I looked around the room and I thought, hmm, I wonder if my son's in the next door bedroom. And I sort of floated above. It's like, wow, I could see my mirror in my bedroom. I could see the uh, window. I thought, hmm, I wonder. And someone like brought me back down my feet first in that sort of angle. It's like, you're not going yet. <laughs> but I wanted to stay there. It was great fun. Did this happen before or after your yeah. NDE? Yeah, it was before. It was about earlier in the year. Yeah. Things were just going very badly, you know, had a bit of a trauma. So it was I sort of lifted out of my body. It was just magic. Like, wow, so peaceful. After your NDE, did you mm. get any new abilities that you didn't have prior? They've up dated, upgraded, they've been downloading lots of information. They've been giving me more information of how to work. Just go intuitively with how you feel. And I know I work from the unseen mover. That's what it is. That's all it is up there. Everyone gives it a name. It's not a name. It's just the unseen love. It's just that power of that compassion that I can now give to others to help them process grief and process loved ones. They're all around you. It's like, and I can see people who've passed now. They've all come in. These abilities that you already had, were they there since birth or did something activate them? I got divorced. My dog died, house move, everything went bang. I got initiated rather quick. So I had to sort of step back a little bit and just develop it over time again. Just gently, gently. I'm very highly sensitive. I've always been sensitive. Has the memory of your experience faded over time? No. <laughs> In a word, no. A lot of them don't. I mean, most actually oh, no. don't. It's still as real today as it was the day it happened. Oh, God, yes, it's wonderful. I want to go back. It's a struggle being on Earth, believe me. But I know when I can do tarot reads, when I can bring through people who've passed, it just brings a bit of peace back as though a bit of home is still there for me. I can connect with where I really am. Part of me has not come back. Only part of me is here. That's interesting because... I spoke to someone else and he said that part of us is always on the other side. Absolutely. It's just a small part of who got to learn lessons. Oh, and also I was shut into a pyramid a long time ago. I didn't I did a, a regression. And a long time ago I saw pyramids anyway. I was stuck in one because I used to draw bow ties as in and I've, I was sort of mutish a bit. I've had counselling uh, in the past. And I was locked into a um, um, pyramid with one of the Ra, the sun god. So I had to come out. Would you say the other side is more real than here or dreamlike? Oh, it's very real. It's, it's perfection. Absolute perfection. Then would you say this side is dreamlike compared to it? It's an illusion. What do you mean it, by that? It's 
like it's like a learning. It's like school, like Shakespeare would say, life's a stage. We're all on we're all I'm meant to meet you for a reason. I'm meant to share this for a reason. It's not coincidence. Carl Jung, everything's synchronization. The bigger picture, he believed in dream states and everything. If you had a friend that was grieving over the loss of a loved one, what kind of advice would you give them? What advice? I'd say talk to them. I would bring evidence for them. I'd say, look, it's fine. They're not suffering the soul before. Say someone has a car crash, I go boom, or a sudden shock of death. I, oh, that, I'd say, like my friend lost her father. I say, I've, I can see John Grisham. He's an author. He's an author. I said, your father's nearby. He's showing me a book that he'd love. Yep. And I also saw um, she was trying to do a will or something, and her mum's still alive. I said, you're doing two parts to it. And your dad says, go to the Skipton. That's a um, building society. And she Googled it. And it's the lowest interest rates. It's bizarre. And what advice? Um, just talk to them. They can hear you. Listen to them. If things move around the room, it's them playing silly buggers. <laughs> That's all. They're just being silly. I mean, the night... Oh, here you are. Here's an example. The night before my father was buried, I've got a long life light bulb. Anyway, he went a bit on and off. I thought, that's odd. I went to it and went, dilly lily lily to try and make it work. It was fine. Walked away. Boom. Pop. It went. My father was sat in that seat. I'm like, go away. We didn't get on. <laughs> but he was just showing himself. So they're all around us. Do you think they're all around us, but in a different frequency? Kind of like if you change the radio station, you just turn the dial and then there's the music. Yeah. Oh, that's funny you should mention music. They come through in song. Don't stop believing. Just that's, I don't know why I've had that word. Don't stop believing. Yes, they're at a higher frequency. They go, there's no time. They can morph to any age to anything, to young, to old, to anything. There's no time up there. And we have to heighten our consciousness and they have to lower their vibration to be able to go through my filing cabinet to help the person, if that makes sense. What do they do on the other side? Like, what are they doing all day while we're here? Oh, they're enjoying themselves. I've just seen my stepdad having a pint and a pie and a pint, <laughs> how he likes it. We used to put the worlds to rights. They carry on. They meet their, oh, he's met his daughter who had motor neurons. She died before he did. Linda, he's gone to meet his friends. I had, oh, you'll like this. My friend had bowel cancer. Anyway, she's fine. But I saw her father. He was nearby. He died of a brain tumor, so it was cancer-related. He was sat in the room. I had a pendulum. I was saying, is Ray here? He was sat in the seat. My pendulum was saying yes. It's amazing. Do you believe in reincarnation? And if so, when do we come back? I do believe in it, yes. 
but we come back in different roles to experience different um, lessons. If we've been, right, we do like a life review. Um, and we come back in different roles to try and work out things, to um, bring forgiveness and bring loving like feelings to each other to learn to evolve but i don't know when i'm not allowed to know the akashic akashic records there's guardians you see that don't let you know everything we can access the akashic records of our life plan so are you saying then that you don't know what your life's purpose is here forgiveness Forgiveness, compassion, um, turning anger and resentment. And see, I didn't want to be born. It was a forced birth. I had an operation quite a while ago. Anyway, um, to remove the scar tissue. Um, I've got to learn to love me, to be able to love everybody else, you see, to give compassion. It frees us, it, it forgiveness. It frees us. It's fascinating that you said it was a forced birth. What mm. you, can you tell us more about that? It was a forceps birth, which is metal here. Oh, okay, like a forceps birth. It, mm -hmm. I thought you were. I thought you were saying like you were forced to reincarnate as another lifetime again. I didn't realize what you were saying. I. Didn't want to be born, let's put it that way. I knew there'd be a struggle. And I've bitten off more than I can chew, believe me. <laughs> I've got broken arms, I've had black eyes, of which you can probably see. I now have blackouts, it's bizarre. Before we were speaking, you talked about your ability to remote view. Can you, mm -hmm. tell, can you tell me more about that? Oh, it's hilarious. I can go to somebody's house and say, uh, have you got a Velux, which is a a roof window, will you get that blind sorted? And they're like, oh, I haven't got around to doing, making that blind right. Or I'd say, oh, there's a rug or some frayed edge on something. Get it renewed. Get that rug sorted. Like, what? What? It astounds me. I'm like, what? I've, oh, by the way, sitting in Britain, I've gone to my friend's house, who's also a psychic, in British Columbia. And I said, what is it with nasturtiums, which is a flower that you can eat on salad? She grows them. I've no idea. And I said, tomatoes, you either like or hate them. Are you growing tomatoes? She grows them. It's like, okay. It's fun. It's brilliant. Oh, and I've astral travelled as well. It's great. Sort of leave your body and you just disappear downstairs. You just use your consciousness and think, ooh, you see in your head, say like your living room, and you pick up something that gets rid of the monkey. Oh, I don't know if I like this mind. And off you go. Just disappear. Were you a religious person before this? Nope. nope. Okay. That's a quick answer. <laughs> there you go. No. Nope. We had to go to church, but I'm like, Ugh. that's just British. <laughs> but no. 
I am now, but not in the way. Look up Richard Raw. He's a pastor, but he believes in the truth, not what Catholicism or what the church has done. The dog collar actually signifies I can't speak. I must be quietened. It's funny that. You what? shouldn't live in fear. It's free will. I mean, why condemn you? It's ridiculous. What other abilities do you have? I do reflexology. I intuitively have done anatomy and physiology. I'm a body beauty therapist. So I know the systems of the body. And I can rem I do Reiki as well, and angelic, and shish shishkim, Egyptian Reiki, that is, as well. Earlier you were mentioning about Pleiades and Andromeda. How did you discover this other part of yourself? This was before it all. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, on like this. I said, I've got a word here, Pleiades. She Googled it. And it's an actual, you know, a star constellation, as I mentioned. So I, I've been doing these journeys, shamanic journeys, for quite a while to go and meet my parents, my true parents. <laughs> Would you say that before this lifetime, you were born on another planet in the Pleiades, yep. and then you just yep. decided to come here for this life? Yeah, I would. That's where I'm from, from somewhere else. And I've traveled to Hades. I had a read, you see. Someone did a reading on me. And I'm meant to be Hadean, which is very similar to Earth, the how it looks, the planet, I believe. I don't know, but that's what she was saying. It's very similar to Earth. Isn't Hades from Greek mythology basically hell? I know. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. But it's um, a planet or something, I think, as well. I'm not sure. That's what she said. Hades. Maybe it's like a planet that's like ours, but even a little bit lower in vibration. Ah, right. I'll have to Google that one. <laughs> I'll have to Google it. <laughs> so after this life, do you think you're going to come back to Earth or go back to the Pleiades? Well, I can give you two answers to that one. I bloody well hope not. <laughs> I don't want to come back. <laughs> But if I've got another lesson to learn, I'm going to have to come back. <laughs> we have a soul contract before we come back. We sort of like go to a schoolroom and say, right, I need to be doing this or need to learn that. That's what I need to evolve. And we either come back or if we've learned the forgiveness, the love, the strength of who we really are up there, we don't have to come back. After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you and ask you questions. I hope so. What's the best? Sorry. It's all right. What's the best way to reach you? Um, on WhatsApp or here on Zoom. Um, I'm not sure how to do links. I'm not very clever. What is your contact? I mean, is it, is it just Sarah Swift on on Facebook. WhatsApp or on Facebook? Facebook, yeah. Facebook or uh, Messenger. All right. And I love to bring comfort for others. It's wonderful. It brings me joy and it helps them and it, you know, comforts them. It's, you know, it's so sad. You shouldn't grieve. Well, you've got to go through the grieving process, obviously, because we miss the physical. 
but they're here, they're sort of here, but you can't see them, but you have to look inward here, inside your head, the memories or a song. Let me just, think, let me just try and get one for you. While you're doing that, do you think one of the greatest things that we can do while we're here is help others? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Anything, a little gesture. I mean, what I do for a lady I talk to is very kind. Just put her bin out. The smallest little thing can mean the world. She's on her own, you see. It can mean the world to them. It's better than all the money in the world. It's gold in your heart. Do you fear death at all? Nope. Can't wait. People fear the way they're going to die. Are they going to lose their mind or, you know what I mean, or be debilitated of some sort? That's what they fear, I think. But you people... Oh, now, when my ex's mum was passing, she saw people come to her, like her sister, who died before, said, why is my sister holding my brawly or a hat? Why has she got my hat? I've got loads of stories to tell you. My ex doesn't really believe, but he likes all this stuff. I said, your mum, I know she collected figurines, but there's a cat or I'm seeing some sort of cat-type shape. He got her a cat. She doesn't collect them. Go and get it out of your mum's bungalow. She wants you to have it. Evidence. Well, Sarah, before we finish up, can you give us one last positive message? There is no suffering up there. No one suffers. Just before you go, you just start to float. There's no suffering at all up there. They're just healing. The first part, they're just getting used to the transition and they're just resting and then they can come through very quickly or they can take their time. Sarah, thank you for that message and thank you for being my guest. Thank you. I do hope I can help people in the future. I'd love to. Bring me joy. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.